Okay, now where we got up to was the Hani Tanoi Kahani Tanoi, which is on Tesla Madalov. 1, 2, 3, 4, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 lines from the bottom. Hani Tanoi Kahani Tanoi. Just to remind ourselves, there was a machlag between Rebbe Lezab and Azaria on the one side and Rebbe Kiva on the other side as to when the Korban Pesach was eaten. And therefore we've got the same idea of uh, now of the um, Afikoman. Now the Korban Pesach was eaten according to Rebbe Lezab and Azaria was eaten until Chatzais. If you remember there was a Gezerah Shava Balayla Hazer Balayla Hazer because it says Balayla Hazer regarding the um, tan- the, the Makas um, B'charas and we know by Heba Chatzia that was Chatzia Lailo, and therefore he says Balailo Azeh as well regarding the Korban Pesach. Therefore, Rabbi Lezben Azaria said it's at you've got to eat it by Chatzos. Rabbi Kiva said the most important posse that you say is Shas Chipozen, right? He says they shall eat it with haste, and Chipozen is haste was in the morning. We'll see in the Gemara we'll discuss exactly when Chipozen was, but that's what Rabbi Kiva says. Rabbi Kiva says you can eat it till the you eat the Korban Pesach till the morning. And now we start off the Hanin Tanoi Kahanin Tanoi. These Tanoim, namely Rebbe Lezab and Azar and Rebbe Kiva, have a similar argument to Rebbe Lezab and Rebbe Yeshua. As follows. There's a Posek in Re'e which says as follows. Shom Tizbach HaSah Pesach Ba'orev You uh, Shecht the Korban Pesach Ba'orev And Rashi explains Ba'orev doesn't have the normal meaning, it doesn't mean Ba'orev in the evening. But it means Ba'ered from the word Mar of West. As soon as the sun starts coming towards the West, which is it's exactly on top of your Chatzas, in the middle of the day, and, 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 and sort of immediately afterwards it starts going towards the West. So in other words, it's any time from Chatzas onwards, which is the afternoon. So Shom Tizbach has a Pesach Ba'ored. You Shech the Pesach Ba'ored in, in, in the afternoon. Kavaya Shemesh, then it mentions when the sun goes down. Ma'at Seischom in Mitzrayim. The time when you went out of Mitzrayim, which was the morning. So the Gemara has got, got a sort of a problem with this posseg. It seems to give you three different times. One is in the afternoon of your Dalad. One is in the evening. Kavar Shemesh Rashi explains that means at night. And Mitzrayim is the morning. So Rebelez explains. Rebelez, I'm a Be'erevatosoveach. In the evening, you do the, sh- in the afternoon, you do the Shechita. And when it comes to night, you can eat the Korban Pesach. Till when? It doesn't say. And just as the might say, And in the morning, it's, you've got to burn it. Rabbi Shua, Rabbi Shua says, he goes at one step further. In the afternoon, you shech the Korban Pesach. And then when the sun goes down the eye at night, you eat it. And then he adds on, until when may you continue to eat it? Until the morning. So it explains Rashi as follows. Since Rabbi Yeshua says you can eat it till the morning, and this Brysa is obviously brought that Rabbi Leza must be saying something opposite to what Rabbi Yeshua says, therefore Rabbi Leza must be saying you can only eat it till Chatzais, because those are the two times. It's either Chatzais or it's the morning. And since Rabbi Yeshua says, till when can you eat it? Namely, till the morning. Therefore, therefore you can, it implies clearly that Rabbi Yeshua, that Rabbi Leza says you can only eat it till Chatzais. So, it levels the Machlot in Rabbi Leza and Rabbi Yeshua mirrors the machlaikas that we had of Rabbi Lezben Azar and Rabbi Akiva. Om Rabbi Abba says Rabbi Abba HaKamad, everyone agrees Kashanigal Yisrael Mitzrayim la nigalu elaba erev 
that when they were redeemed from, from Egypt, it was at night. Now what this means is it doesn't mean they were physically redeemed, because we know they only went out in the morning. But what it means is that the Mitzrayim pressed them to go, because after the Makas Bukhairas there was such havoc, they just wanted them out. As the Apostle says, Vatechazak Mitzrayim Ala'om, they sort of Mitzrayim pressed the people, the Ma'alashalchom and Oret, in order to push them out of the land. So that, that's what the Gemara means here. Everybody agrees that the beginning of the Geula came at night. Hashem took you out of Egypt at night. When did they physically go out? They only went out during the day. As it says, the day after Pesach, so everyone agrees that there's no Machlach in Rebbe Elizabeth and Azariah and Rebbe Kiva as to the facts. In other words, the beginning of the Geula started at night, that's when the ministry impressed them to go out, and the actual going out was in the morning. So what's the Machlach? What is the Machlach about? When we said about you've got to eat it in haste, what does that mean? Chepozen, haste of what? What does that haste refer to? Rabbi Lezim and Azari, who says, Tilchatzaz, my Chepozen, Chepozen of Mitzrayim. The haste is the haste of Mitzrayim. In other words, when the Mitzrayim wanted the hastened the Bnei Yisrael to go out, i.e. at night, Rabbi Kiva Sov, Rabbi Kiva Sov, my Chepozen, Chepozen to Yisrael, it means the haste of Yisrael when they actually departed. Tanen Amahochi, we learnt a similar Hagshbachu took you out of Egypt at night. Says the Gemara, did they actually go out at night? They didn't. They went out during the day. It was the day after Pesach. They went out in the day. So what does it mean? What does the Pesach mean? It seemed to be two contradictory Pesachim. Actual, uh, the starting of the Geula was in the evening. But the uh, but they only that's when the Egyptians pressed them to leave. But they only actually went out the next day. That that is the end of the sugya of the our argument between Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Lezer ben Azaria. I just want to mention. That's it. By Hiba Chatsi Alaylo. What is by? No, no. I mean, here we're talking about at midnight. At midnight. Yeah, no, when it means at night, it means at midnight. Because, no, the mid, because when did they push them out? Only after the Makas Bakhiris. When the Makas Bakhiris happened, they said, look, this is terrible, we can't take this anymore. What do you, what do you say, what, what are you saying from the pot? Where does it say Erev? Oh yeah, no, I mean, yeah, it means at night. It means at night. It means at night. But Erev there is referred, sometimes you can use Erev as afternoon, like for example in the posit, but there, but Erev means at night. So only a machlaikas, was it at night or was it during the day? Now that, that really ends the sugya, but I just want to bring in one thing, which the, which was mentioned in the, um, in the Marimakomas, which was brought out. There is something called a t- the Tanai of the Avne Nazar. Right? Now the Avne Nazar, his actual name was Yisrael Bornstein. And he, he was otherwise known as the Sokachova Rebbe. I think I've got it right. And he died about, just over a hundred years ago. He died in 1910. He came out with a very interesting Tanaya condition. He said, what, what was happening, I presume, because they were Hasid and they davened at night. And they had families, you know, the meal might have taken a long time. And they saw that it became impossible to get to Afikoman at night. So he came along and he says as follows. 
he says, what you do, let's say for example, take this year, start at 9 o'clock, was night, 1 o'clock was chassaz. At 10 to 1, 5 to 1, you see you're not going to get there. You take a matzah in your hand and you say like this, if the halacha is like Rebeleza ben Azariah, in other words, that it's got to be finished by 1 o'clock, then the matzah I'm about to eat now is a matzah safikoman. And, and, right, and then his hut was what? That you can start eating matzah again after chassaz because he's saying like this we know you're going to have the taste of afikoman in your mouth and afikoman is the last thing you can have but when does that stop there must be some sort of cutoff point I mean you can't say next day you can't make kiddish obviously you know it, there's got to be some cutoff point where you can start eating again so his chapis his kiddish is the cutoff point is the time at the end of the mitzvah so if you're saying that Rebelezim and Azariah says it's till Chatzais, Chatzais is the end of the mitzvah, and then what you can do is afterwards, so you don't eat, say you, you eat your Afikoma before one, and then after one you can start eating again, and you take again a matzah and you say, if the Allah is like Rebbe Kiva that I can eat all, then this is the Afikoma, and what I had before was just some, was just ordinary matzah. Now I've got to tell you, Ramosha does not like it at all, because he says that what his main kasha is, that the taste of the matzah of the Afikoma has got to be in your mouth. Now, of course, he comes along, the Avdenazan the, the says, it only has to, the taste only has to be in your mouth as, as at, yeah, exactly, as at Chatzos. If, the, in other words, you have the matzah 10 to 1 or 5 to 1, at 1 o'clock the taste is in your mouth, that's good enough. The fact that you have matzah afterwards and you've taken away from the taste of before, that doesn't matter. He says that is the cutoff point. That, that's his whole cut. But Ramosha doesn't like that because it flies in the face of logic. That, because we, we all know, you can't have anything after Afikoman. So to say that you can have it sort of at, at five to one, and then at five to one, five past one, you're, or two minutes past one, you can start eating again, it's somehow, you know, schmecknish. I've got another question myself. You, he says, you take a matzah and you say, if thou lochas like Rebbe Lezbanzari, then I so. And if thou lochas like Rebbe Kiva, so. But the halacha is like Rebbe Lezbanzaria. If you're talking to Shulchan Aruch, Tof Ein Zayn, Aleph, the halacha is like Rebbe Lezbanzaria. So what does this position mean? If it's like this or if it's not like this. The halacha is like Rebbe Lezbanzaria. In fact, it goes even further. Rebbe Lezbanzaria, says, that you should eat the Afrikaman before Chatzos. The Ramor goes even further and says the halal, Meaning the second part of Hallel should also be finished by Chatzais. I would say Amachmen Chadgadu can be finished by Chatzais as well. <laughs> but the point is, it, it, the Machaber clearly says that you've got to be finished by Chatzais. So I just don't understand the condition. If the halachas like this, if the halachas, what? I don't know. Johnny, John, Johnny Choji said to me, he says he doesn't think that when the Avni Nazar made this, he made it literally halachalamaisa, that you should carry it out. And it was just a nice shtick, you know, to be discussed in yeshiva, you know, it's a bit of mental gymnastics. But whether it should be the halacha or not, it seems the machaba, it, it flies in the face of what the machaba says. Somebody literally can't. Yeah. Okay, fine. Right, let's carry on. The posit was, Please speak in the eyes of the people. The Yishalu, etc. To take out the silver and the gold from Mitzrayim. So what's Dabin No? Please speak in the people. It's like Shmoch is sort of pleading, so to speak, with Moshe Rabbeinu to speak to the people. No means bakosha. Please appealing. 
Please go and ask the Egyptian the silver and the gold vessels. Why? Because that tzaddik, Rashi says, that's Avram, should not say, In the Brisbane, I'm sorry, Akshpoch fulfilled that part of the decree which says, Vavodum, he made them serve in Uaisam and he afflicted them. That part he kept. But the Achri Chain Yetzu Rechosh Godel, afterwards they'll go out with the great possessions. That part he didn't keep. So Omrulai, they said to him, Let us go out ourselves. We're happy with that. Never mind all the gold and silver. Somebody was in prison. People was telling him, You're going to be released tomorrow. And not only that, you're going to get a lot of money. He says, Listen, do me a favor. Let me out today. And I don't want anything. In other words, what are you telling us that uh, we're going out for Choshkodl? Let's get out straight away. We've been there for, you know, enough time for 210 years. We want to get out already. One of the Mephoshim asked a good kasha. He says, look, surely Hashem would have fulfilled his promise. What's he saying? Because Avraham Avinu would have a grievance. And we say, hang on a minute. You, in others, much more from there, that were it not for the fact that Rom would have a, a grievance, yeah, we wouldn't, uh, we wouldn't need to do, do, do that part. You wouldn't have to go and get the gold and silver. That doesn't make sense. It is like this. Now, of course, they would have, Akashvach would have kept his promise, but the promise could have been kept in the, with the Bizas Hayom. Because the Gemara tells us that the Bizas Hayom, in other words, all the horses were bedecked with beautiful jewellery and silver and gold, etc., etc., precious stones. And Gadola Bizas Hayom, the, the, uh, the, the, the jewellery and all the possessions at the sea were worth even more than the stuff that they took out of Mitzrayim. Right? So it would have been Yotza with that. However, during those seven days when they came out of Mitzrayim, till Kriyas Yamsuf, Avram would have had a time and said, hang on a minute, where's the, where's the Bechush Godel? So in order for Avram not to have to wait for those seven days for an answer, therefore that's to say, Dabin Nob Arm, that Avram shouldn't say that. And I was telling this to my son Yossi, he said, perhaps it's also Midda because Avram never asked questions. He was told to do the Akeda, he didn't ask any questions. So therefore, Gushbrochel wanted to put him in the same situation that he should never have to ask questions. You know what's happened to Bechush Godel, etc. But it was it was done straight away. There's a Gemara about Vayashi Lum, and the Amr of Ami says Rav Ami Malamishish Ilum Bal Korchom. That teaches us that they lent them the Mitzrayim lent them against their will. The Mashon explains somehow it could have said Vayashi Lu. So it says Vayashi Lum with a mem at the end. That sort of tends to suggests that there was some sort of coercion there, some sort of fault. Igda Amr Balkochum Yisrael, some say it was against the will of Egypt. But Igda Amr Balkochum Yisrael, it was against the will of Yisrael. Why? Man's Amr Balkochum Yisrael, the one who says that the um, vessels were lent against the, the will of Yisrael, that's because it says in the Posuk, on a vast bias to Chalik Sholol. And the dweller within will get the booty. Now, booty is always something that is captured in war. In other words, something that one party doesn't want to give to the other one. 
So therefore, that was the Bal Kochem de Mitzrayim. Madam Bal Kochem Yisrael against the will of Yisrael. Why should it be against the will? Why should the Yisrael not want to take it? Because it was an extra burden. They had to go out of Mitzrayim quickly. They didn't have, you know, to, to, to schlep all this stuff, even though it was worth a lot. That would have been a burden for them. So therefore, that's why they, it was Bal Kochem Yisrael. <laughs> that's true but with, with, with all their ten donkeys they had ten so much ten don- donkeys and diamonds yeah you mean let the donkeys do the schlepping <laughs> you're right <laughs> any case Vayinatzlu es Mitzrayim it says they emptied out Mitzrayim what does the word Vayinatzlu mean sometimes a dalad and a lama can change so it can be Vayinatzlu can be Vayinatzdu so it's like Mitzuda like a trap it was like a trap containing no grain. Normally, when you want to trap an animal, you have a net, but underneath you have some food, so that it will come and eat it. Here, there was no food, it was like completely emptied out. It was like the deep sea where there are no fish, because fish normally stay at the top, that's where the food is. So therefore, it was like the bottom of the, the, bottom of the ocean where there is no fish. Now the Gemara carries on, and there was discussion at the, at the burning bush, between Moshe Rabbeinu and Hashem. Moshe Rabbeinu says, if they ask me, Mashmai, what is his name? Ma'amalechem, what shall I say to them? And now the Possek starts with, this is the answer that Kodesh Baruch Hu gave to Avro, gave to Moshe Rabbeinu. Eya Asher Eya. I shall, he answer, what is his name? Eya Asher Eya. It means that's the name of Hashem is Eya, so Eya Asher Eya, a double lotion. We'll see in a minute what that means. Omenach Kodesh Baruch Hu Moshe, said the Kodesh Baruch Hu to Moshe, what is, why double lotion? Let Amalem Yisrael go and tell Yisrael, I was with them with this Shibud in Mitzrayim, and whenever there's going to be future trouble as well, the other kingdoms, I will be with them. They're just worried now about getting out of Mitzrayim. This was, remember, this was at the, bur- the burning bush, which was long before that of Yitzhak's Mitzrayim. What should I start telling them about other Shibud? says, no, It is I, Shlochani Aleichem, who sent, who, uh, um, I sent me to you. So what, what Pshat is as follows. The Pesach actually says, And then Moshe Rabbeinu turns around and says, oh, means I will be with you in, in other Shibuti. What do I want to tell Kalisra all that? And then it carries on, No, I didn't mean that you should tell the Bnei Yisrael that. That I'm telling you, What should you say to the Bnei Yisrael? I'm only talking about this one, the Mitzrayim. So I'll be with them in Mitzrayim. Don't mention anything. I'm only telling you that I will be with you regarding the other Shibudim under other kingdoms. Now, since we had a double lotion, we've got another thing, a double expression, which we had in the Gemara before already. This is where Eliyot HaKamel had an argument with the Nevi'er Baal, who, and, and what they decided was, they would cut up a bull, etc., put it on the Mizbeach, and whoever the fire comes down on, that will be the correct God. So, Omra Bavo, Lome Om Eliyot, Aneni Shtein Epalme. Why say Aneni Hashem Aneni? Melamech Om Eliyot, Levne Kodesh Bokhri, Banishalem. Aneni, first of all, answer me, Shateri Eishem Hashemayim, Batoichala, Kodashalem is Bayach. First of all, the fire should come down from Shemayim and consume everything on the Mizbeach. And the second Aneni is, Shatasiach Tatsmedishla Yom Rumatsu Shofim Haim. And also, 
you should make sure that they do not say that it's witchcraft. They might say, oh, this has nothing to do with God, this is witchcraft. Shenem, as it says, the Maharanis, you will turn their hearts back. In other words, or, um, until now, their hearts were turned away from you. But through the miracle of the fire coming down from Shemayim, they will turn their hearts towards you. Right, and we start the Mishnah. Perfect timing. From when can we, we remember we had the first Mishnah, which was till when can you say Shema? Now we're saying in the evening. Now we're saying, from when may we start reciting Shema in the morning? So the first answer is, from when you can distinguish between blue wool and wool. Rebeleza says, no, when you can distinguish between blue wool and green wool. Now that's, that's a little later because you need more light to tell the difference between blue and green than between blue and white. But Gomer, when do you finish? You can go until until three hours. Because kings get up at that time. And if to remind ourselves, where do we learn Kriya Shema in the morning? Of Kumechol. Getting up. So of Kumechol, since there are a section of the community, i.e. the kings who get up in the three hours, we can say it till the three hours. However, if you say Krishna after the three hours, like Hifsid, you haven't lost, like a person who reads the Torah. Now, the, the Kesav Mishnah asks a, a, the question, asks a question. He says like this. What did we learn before? Bashoch Bachor was a Machlotin Rebbe Lezen Rebbe Gamliel as to whether it means Bashoch Bachor when you lie down, when you go to bed, or when you are asleep. It can mean either. And that was a Machlotin Rebbe Lezen Rebbe Gamliel. Why don't we find here that Ufkumacho can mean not only when you get up, but when you are up. So it can be the whole day. So there's a couple of answers. One answer, I don't think this the um, Kersen Mission actually gives, but one answer is it, when, whereas the word Beshochbachor can have a meaning, either meaning, meaning of going to bed or being in bed, the word Ufkumacho, whenever you see the word Vayokom, is always about arising, getting up, not being up. You'd use a, a, another word for that. The other answer that the Kesson Mishnah gives as follows. He says, yeah, really by day is okay. Because later on in the Gemara we will have that, what does it mean? This last bit of the Mishnah says, he hasn't lost in the sense that he can still say it with brochas. Now, if you wouldn't be allowed to say it the whole day, then it would be a brochal of Atala. So therefore, in that sense, you are, of Kumecha also means that you've got time during the rest of the day as well. But we will see that when we come to it. Ask the Gemara, my ben Tcheles Lovon. What is meant when we say, you can say between Tcheles Lovon, between blue wool and white wool? Ilame, if you want to say, Megavada Amra Chivra, the Gavada Amra Tchelta. If you want to say, that to be able to distinguish between a bundle of white wool and a bundle of blue wool, that can't be right. Obelele Nama Mede Yoda. Even at night, you can tell. In other words, the colours of blue and white are so different that you'd be able to tell that at night as well. So that can't be what it means. What it means is, you've got a one um, bunch of wool, which, has been, which was white, it's been dyed blue, but it hasn't been dyed properly. In other words, part of the staff is completely blue, but where it hasn't been properly dyed, it's only, it's a little bit blue. So you can tell the difference between what has been dyed properly and what hasn't. That's what it means, being tchelis to love on. Tosas actually says something else. It's to do with tzitzis, etc. We won't go into that now. 
Tanya, Reb Meir, I'm a Reb Meir, says Mashiach ben Zayvel Kelev. When you can distinguish between a wolf and a dog. Kiva, I'm a ben Chamal Arad. Between a, a domesticated donkey and a wild donkey. When you can see a friend who's four amas away and you can recognize him. The Yerushalmi actually says that all these times happen to be the same. Titus makes an interesting note here and he says like this. If you've got somebody who's a very good friend of yours, then even less than Daladamas you'll recognize them. And if it's somebody you really don't know at all, even within Daladamas you won't see him. So it means a casual acquaintance who you know a bit that sort of a person that's what it means when it says um, when it talks about Shigiras Chaveya Rochak Arpa Amas V'yachi Renu Om Ravona says Ravona Halacha Ka'acherim the Halacha is Ra'acherim that when you recognize your friend within Dalad Amas that, that's when you can say Shema Om Abayah Om Abayah says no Letzfilin Ka'acherim is what we call Mishayake Letzfilin is for Ka'acherim Mishayake Lekrishma Kavosikin Krishma is like Vosikin says Rashi, I mean, we all know what the word Vosikin, when you get up early in an early minion, but what does Vosikin, actually the translation of it means, says Rashi, Anoshim, Anovim, Modest Men, Machavin Mitzvah. They love the mitzvahs. So they want to do everything at the correct time. Why? How does he know Krishna is Kvosikin? The Omar Rabbi Yochanan, says Rabbi Yochanan, Vosikin, are you going to remember the Vosikin used to finish Shema with Netzachamah. Why? Or we'll see. Tanya Namahochi, Vosikin, how you go in most of my nights of Hamel, they would finish Shema with sunrise, Kadeshi Yisma Kaula Tvila, in order that they can, we had this before, you could be Simach Kaula Tvila, Marichana Yomavashnasa, Ezeo Banala Mabal, we had all that, if you're Simach Kaula Tvila. Now, Venimsa Mispalal Bayaim, so therefore the point is like this. In order to, when, when you, the best time for davening is at sunrise. We will see in a minute the posse which says that. The best time for davening Shemana Esra is at Netzacham, it's at sunrise. And therefore Kriya Shema is said just before it, so you can get there in time. Titus points out, he says like this, it's before we, we, we Paskan that you're allowed to say it from Amada Shachar. And the Mishnah also says Ad Gimel Shos. So where's all of a sudden the seeking come into it? He says like this. Everyone would agree that it starts from after Amad HaShachar. And everyone would agree, according to the Mishnah, it goes up to Gimel Shaz. But you're asking, when is the preferred time to do it? When is the best possible time? It's like the Vosikin. I went to my wife, she let me along to the, to the Vosikin minion at the castle, you know, a few months ago. I've never, she used to go every morning, but, you know, <laughs> I, I, I davened in the hotel. But she slept me one morning, and I must say, I don't know if any, anyone's ever been there, it is an experience, because I thought there was only one minion, but there's lots of minion on him, and suddenly at Netzer Hamor, uh, when, when, when you start Shemonesra, it's absolutely quiet, you can just hear the birds chirping, it, it's an experience if you haven't done it. Om Reb Zera, says Reb Zera, so where do we know the idea that you should start saying Shemonesra at Netzer Hamor? Micro, what, what possible is there to back it up? Those who fear you, and that you get, explains Rashi from when you're Makabal Makal Shemayim. That is Yira'ucho, those people who fear you, i.e., when you say Shema, Im Shemesh, with the sun. Before the moon, Dardarim, this refers, Rashi says, to Mincha, that you should say it before the moon comes out. 
Anyone who is that day no harm will befall him. Um, Tyson also points out here. Um, oh, wait a minute, let's let's go a bit further and then uh, go a bit further. Sorry. I once was and I did have a problem that day. said but my what harm happened to you? You were forced to bring Hadassim to the house of the king at great expense. So in other words, something happened to you. It doesn't always necessarily mean something physical has to happen to you in the way of health. But if it happens financially, something bad happens. That's also, see, he was saying, on that day, I was some of the and I, because I went to the king, it seems in those days you had to go to the king with Hadassim, and they, they were very expensive then, those days. Nothing much has changed. And, uh, you know, so therefore he was saying, I did come to harm. So he says, no. Now he answered him, you would even have to give payment to see the king. Why? The because said, A person should always try and run to greet the Malchai Yisrael. Not only to greet the kings of Yisrael, even to meet the, the Gosha kings. If you merit, if you merit what? Says Rashi, you had the schus to get to Alamabor, Lira's Gudulos and Shel Yisrael, and you see the greatness of Yisrael. And Rashi says later on, Nunches, that this is talking about the Shaimatari Mitzvahs who will be rewarded then. So you want a taste of what honor they are going to get, the Shaimatari Mitzvahs are going to get in the world to come. Then use the honor as a, the honor that the kings get here in this world as a yardstick and will give you some sort of an idea. You can distinguish between the, the great honor that will be given then to the far less honor that was given even to the Gosha kings now. So when you see the, 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 the kings, whether it's the Jewish kings or non-Jewish kings, you'll get an idea of what honor is. So it will tell you, it will prepare you for the honor that Peter, that Yisrael is going to get in the world to come. So what do we see? You have to run to see the king. So this was nothing. So he was saying, this gentleman was saying, um, I was Simon and I had a problem. So he said, ah, that's not a problem at all. A person is a benefit because you're supposed to go and see Malchi Yisrael in order to distinguish what's going to be in the next world. Just do a little bit further. When you go up to Israel, inquire after the well-being of my brother Rabbrona, but make sure you do it in the presence of everybody. So on God he's a great man, and the Sameach is happy to do mitzvahs. One day he was Simon And the smile didn't leave his lips all day. And on this Tysus has a kasha, but everyone is Simachullah What is the big deal? Why did he you know he had a smile all day? He says no. Because not only was he Simachullah but he did it Kavosikin. So that was the thing. He did everything correctly and therefore he was happy. So Art says the Gemara tell you what I think, I think perhaps we'll stop here um, yeah should we stop here yeah, yeah okay we'll stop here yeah because it's, it's sort of a little bit of a new part okay sure. Sure. Sure.